Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I'll be deep diving into training, nutrition and mindset. Today's podcast is a little bit of a different one. I'm going to have my first guest on and a very good friend of mine, Caleb Foynes. Today we are talking about a charity run that we are doing for his brother that had passed away. Um, how long ago now was it, Caleb? Uh, he passed away into 2001. So, 2001, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, before we get into that, before we get into that, yeah. tell us a little about yourself, where you're from, where you grew up, and what you're doing now, and where you are in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to start this off like I started off that video, man, on Instagram. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, now what was it? Uh, all right. Uh, all right. <laughs> yes. Not doing it this time. No, uh, yeah, my name's Caleb Foynes. Uh, friends with you now too long now at this stage <laughs> but uh no, just background um yeah i grew up in dublin uh went to school in ballybuckle uh, hung around in swords my whole life um yeah and uh yeah I'm, I'm living well i'm working for a dutch company now i live in live in uh, holland but right now at the moment i'm actually in taiwan so i'm working away so I said we give this a go and see uh, see if we can get some more awareness and stuff for this charity run. And uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair play. Fair play. And how's your actual training going over there in Taiwan? Like what's it is it yeah. tough over there? Yeah, man, it's like it's it's fairly uh it's fairly hit and miss. Like when I first started with you, man, before before I moved to Holland, like uh yeah, what was it? Like about three months before I moved to Holland, we were going pretty flat out, like and I had like structure and I was able to eat and stuff. Mm. But then, yeah, now my my job like kind of entails like yeah I have to like go abroad. So when I go abroad, I'm living in like hotels and working like yeah near sixty hours a week. So the day gets broken up like so. Yeah, you can't get a good run at it. And if you do, like you're only gonna be have a good run at it for your two days off. You uh, I go flat, and then when I'm when I'm working, then yeah, either you take a lot of pre workout <laughs> after work to get the get the a bit done, like or you're not gonna get it at all. Like, but yeah. then when I go when I go back to Holland, then uh, yeah, then I have more like yeah, nine to five job, and I'm able to like structure it better and stuff. So, but it is going well. Like I'm in fairly good shape. Like I'm happy with where I am. Like, but it could yeah. be better. When I do get the nine to five, or when I do finally like settle down, uh, I reckon I go flat. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll make a show you and that picture you put up. <laughs> yeah, you will. Yeah, um, yeah, man, you will. You definitely will. You're uh, you're looking quite thick uh, at the moment. So you must be you must be doing something right. Yeah, I, I am, but like, I'd love to see where I'd get, man, if, if I was actually going like flat out at it. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Even like, uh, even trying to run and like train for like uh, the half marathon that we're going to talk about. Like, yeah, I even one of the lads like sent me on like uh, a structured plan on how to train for it, for it. Like, mm-hmm. and it involved like running like 15 kilometers each, well, one day, 15 kilometers each week or something, and then training or running like four or five times a week. But, Sure, I can't do that, man, because me, me whole day is broke up or I'm working so long. So, yeah, and it's the same goes with the gym. Like, so can't have any structure to it whatsoever. I'd love to finish work at, at five o'clock in the evening and then know when I'm in work, I can go home. And, yeah, if I want, I can go to the gym for two hours. I can spend three hours there if I wanted. Like, but, yeah, I can't do yeah. that. Now. Is that just because, like, you're home fairly late, is it? Yeah, like, I'd start, start work, like, yeah, you get up at, like, half six and then uh, you'd be back home in the hotel probably about nine o'clock or eight, about eight thirty or something. 
And then, yeah, then your job doesn't finish then. Like, probably won't finish work till around 11 at night. So if I do go to work, if I do go to the gym, it's probably going to be a 45 minute or an hour job and it's pre-workouts involved. And then sure, you, you have trouble sleeping then because you take the pre-workout. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not good for the body. Like, it's not good for yeah. body. Whatsoever. We're going to have to try and figure out a way how to how to do it because it, you can't do mm. it. We're going to have to try and figure it out. So that'll be mm. a, good, uh, a good thing to focus on now after the run. So oh, definitely. let's get into uh, your brother and tell me, um, ev- tell everybody listening about your brother and how he passed away. Yeah, so my brother Aaron, uh, yeah, he passed away from a from an, an illness or disease called EB. Uh, it's uh, epidermis um, limus bullosa. It's a very tricky one to, to say, even like I said after twenty years properly. But uh, no, no, it's a it's a really r- rare skin uh, skin disease, um, and it's it, it affects around one in eighteen thousand children in Ireland. Um, which yeah, and it's <laughs> that's like actually yeah, it's fairly 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 uh, rare like. But um, what it entails, at least, is um, yeah, it's like a skin disorder, and so a large portion of their body will be uh, covered in like blisters or sores because their skin kind of degrades. Um, but Aaron, yeah, Aaron suffered from this uh, from from birth till when he passed away when he was sixteen. Um, yeah, uh, and he like yeah, he developed like he like, he worsened as it got as the years went on, and when he was sixteen, like yeah, that was the 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 height of when when he was in pain and stuff so that's when he, he kind of passed away um yeah uh there's like if there's a few children now or even adults now because uh, uh yeah the, the average life expectancy for a, a child with eb could yeah it was in and around like a lot of them wouldn't live past the age of 30 and now uh even on the late late show they only did her night uh claudia scanlon she's a yeah she's a 17 year old now a uh, child with eb mm-hmm on with John, uh, Johnny Sexton the rugby player yeah uh, yeah they raised um, I think they raised upward of over 300,000 euro no uh, way yeah as for creating awareness just from one night on the Late Late Show but yeah there's only a, there's a, a small portion of children now that suffer with or live with EB in Ireland um, but it seems to be that they're, they're the age that they can uh, survive to now is a lot, lot has increased since uh, since when Aaron was alive um, that's Due to like better healthcare and more awareness and more uh, donations or money because sure. uh, Ireland isn't the government uh, funded charity. It's a, it's funded with with uh, donations. So the more people that donate, the the more money they have for research and and for a better life, uh, standard life for the children that suffer with EB. Yeah, yeah, and like tell everybody like exactly like what it actually does to the skin and and how it like deteriorates the skin. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, it's because it's so rare as well. So ba- basically, like the in layman's terms, like what it is, or like the to, to get into like to deep dive into it, it's a ge- genetic or a, a gene or disorder. So two people have to be a carrier of the gene or the the error gene, basically. And if they meet, then uh, a child can be born with with the uh, EB. But uh, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, so what it is, is imagine like, yeah, so I don't know if you're aware, you're obviously you are, but maybe the people listening aren't, but collagen, it's like a, like a, a structure of your of your skin, basically, but, and you have different layers of skin, so all the way down to the dermal layer, um, children with EB would have be affected, and so basically they lack, or there's an error in the gene for their collagen, so but collagen is like the fiber that binds the skin together, mm-hmm. so 
imagine that if there's no fiber or structure within the skin, then the skin would tear away or blister or crack. Yeah. So it'd be quite sensitive. Yeah. So and that's why some children will, will have, have a, there's different uh, levels of EBE. Mm-hmm. Some children suffer from minute uh, to sporadic, which is sporadic would be the worst, which is what Aaron, Aaron had. Yeah. And sporadic, like it affects not only their skin, but it also affects their, their internal organs or their esophagus or their mouth or whatever. So yeah, there's, there's different levels of it, but yeah, uh, right, like right now as well, like it's becoming easier for children to live with it and stuff. There's like creams and research going into it as well to help improve like their day-to-day life to stop yeah. their from cracking away and giving it, it's like a uh, collagen cream kind of stuff they have, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you said um, there that Aaron was 16, yeah? When you got- yeah, he was 16, yeah. And what age, what age were you? I was six, six at the time. Yeah, Nathan was seven. Rebecca was, what age Rebecca? Yeah, Rebecca was eight or nine. And Kazia was only, only just born. And yeah, Isaiah wasn't born at the time. Yeah, yeah. And mm. um, what do you remember about Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, but, but like, because I was young, yeah. Yeah, because there's only so many memories. Are you only start remembering probably when you're like three or four and then I was six, like, but... I know there's a lot like there's a lot of like uh funny things that I remember because Aaron was proper character, like uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like there was one there's like a, a few really funny things, but he loved uh like country western music. Uh, he'd be going around the house, my mom and dad bought like a big speaker for him and he'd just be in the dining room and uh he'd be blaring like Daniel O'Donnell going around the house and all spinning around in his wheelchair, like flying through the conservatory and through the sitting room and all like, crashing into chairs and into the door and all. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, there was I even uh, there's a, there a funny story. So when you're living in Port Marnock, uh, he had a wheelchair, right? And the back of the wheelchair had like yeah, there's like stabilizers on the back of it, like two like two bits of metal that come off like this with two little wheels, so he can't like pull a wheelie like Jimmy. You know yeah, yeah. There was one time he uh he was in the kitchen and he fucking screaming uh through the kitchen, he was doing like the Hoover or something, and he was screaming in the kitchen, going, Ma, ma, the fucking the China cabinets follow me, right? And the two <laughs> The two stabilizer, he reversed into the cabinet and the two wheels went under the cabinet. So when he was driving away, he was dragging the China cabinet with him around the house. Yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> and he's screaming. <laughs> but no, it's all the funny stuff, stuff like that. He also used to be obsessed with Action Man. I don't know if you remember Action Man, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, he had them everywhere, man. He used to have them around the, around the gaff. Like, he had, man, he had like 30 or 40 of them, like all different outfits and all, like G.I. Joe and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Matt's saying there's one story, like, he was down in his room in his room in our house uh, in Ballywackle and he's screaming at about four in the morning for me pair to come down to, to yeah they thought he wanted he need to get like bandages or something changed yeah or he was pain or something my comes down and she's like uh, yeah because uh, Aaron was like mobile he couldn't walk or whatever he was he was bound to a wheelchair like yeah but he was screaming <laughs> he was screaming the house down I mean my came down and he was like that action man's crooked over there in the window ledge we have fixed it oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> fix the action man and man had to go back to bed like so he must have been absolutely crazy about them yeah uh, but no he was a character man like he, that's why anyone ever said anything about him like yeah they remember him from maybe yeah because yeah obviously he was like under special circumstances like he had a really rare disease and he was like he was um but that like that's not why people remember people remember him for his for his character as well like if he walked yeah. if, he, if he was pushed into a room like that everyone would be there would be looking forward to seeing him and uh like I remember, he used to always go to uh, Clester Pub uh, to see my uncle Michael, and uh, 
he used to bring Aaron down when he will. My mom would wheel him into Gloucester pub, the whole place be uh, in uproar, like shouting, hey, how's it going, Aaron? You all right? Oh, no way. And he'd be dying to drink Guinness and everything as well. He loved Guinness. He was only 15 and he was kept on trying to drive over and rock, pick up people's points of Guinness and start taking subs to them and all. <laughs> he sounds like a, he sounds like a worker, all right, man. Yeah, he was. No, he, was. he sounded a bit like a perfectionist as well with his action man, was he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was his, that was his thing. It was country and western music and fucking action man, man. Yeah, yeah, a bit of Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel O'Donnell. Man, I had like Daniel O'Donnell photos all around the house and all, like, yeah, yeah. as well. Like, I don't know what he, it is, like, about you always, like, me- you always see these memes and stuff now as well on, on Instagram and everything. And that. I just laugh a little bit more because I'm like, yeah, they were all in my house. Like, my man obsessed with him. Like, yeah, like, I think every kind of middle aged woman about 40 to 50 um, are like mm-hmm. absolutely obsessed with Daniel take, take their knickers off throw it at him type of yeah obsessed. yeah yeah exactly um so tell us about the charity run that we're going to be doing tomorrow tell us yeah. um it's a half marathon tell us like where it's taking place who's going to be doing it and where it's going on right yeah so i say most people that are watching this have already seen me spamming them on uh, on instagram but yeah no um yeah so we it started off it actually, I'll actually go into why or how this came up, man. Because, uh, yeah, uh, like obviously, my close friends back home, like yourself, Graham, and Goosey, and them all knew it. I had a brother Aaron, yeah, that suffered from EV or whatever. But, um, uh, my friends, I obviously I moved to Holland, so I, I'm my friend group now has exploded like twice as much friends, and I've gotten really close with a lot of guys, uh, Irish guys in, uh, in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. One of them, and we're at a having a few drinks at a party, and he was saying to me, he's like, yeah, I started talking about Aaron and telling him, and he was like, man, like, why aren't we doing something for this? Like, get your head out your ass. Like, why aren't we, uh, get out there and do something? I was like, fuck, do you know what, man? Fucking real. Like, it was first person I actually, like, had said it to me, and, like, and it clicked, like, yeah. I always do something, but I always thought, because I was way in the Netherlands, I wouldn't be able to get to, to do it. But sure, look at it now, like, so, yeah, but what, like, Gary, or, yeah, one of the guy that basically convinced me was Gary Tyrrell, but uh, when he said to me then, I was like, right, let's do this then. We'll give it a go. And uh, so what it entails is, so we started an international half marathon. Uh, so it's international because obviously I'm not at home. Mm-hmm. That's what started, but now it's after kind of blown up. So we have six countries now uh, running in it. But yeah, there's like, that's also friends from them countries or they're, they're there now or they're living there now. Yeah. If uh, a group in Ireland, a group, a big group in Ireland, a big group in the Netherlands and a big group here in Taiwan, and we're all going to run at the same time. So I think it's 11 o'clock. You're running at 11, aren't you, in Ireland? We're running at 11 tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, running at 11 in Phoenix Park. And then I've mates running in the Netherlands at the Eindhoven Shams uh, Gap Pitch. They're going to start there. I'm not sure the route they're taking, but that's where they're meeting. They're going to meet there at 12 o'clock. And then because there's a time difference here, we'll be running at 6 in the evening. Yeah. So, But then we all kick off at the same time, so there's going to be plenty of like photos and stuff, but yeah. You, I already told you you have to keep the social distancing uh, to a, to a T. Yeah, I can do it. I can uh, do it here because I'm living in uh, sunny Taiwan and there's no lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, with that's that's exactly it. We're all going to be going out separately and uh, yeah. going our different routes tomorrow. And uh, we're going to be in the Phoenix Park tomorrow, eleven o'clock sharp. Uh, well, we'll get there for about half eleven, and then we'll kind of or half ten, and we'll kind of um, set out and and go for it then. Um, so if yeah. anybody wants to join in, yeah, to the Phoenix I, I, Park, I, I, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, I got on to so yeah, Deborah. There's a woman called Susan helped me, and that's from Deborah. And she got on to me and she said, Let's go for it, let's make this a, a yearly thing. Like, or she well, we didn't say that at the start, she just said, Yeah, let's go for it. Normally, the uh, if, if something starts like this, maybe it, it wouldn't be it, it would be someone that wouldn't be like directly affected with or um, yeah, or wouldn't be in their life like EB. It was just they wanted to start a run or something for, for Deborah, but because it's so close to home for me, Susan was probably pushing me like make this a yearly thing, make this thing. And I was like kind of skeptical. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm away and I'm going to give it a go. But then all the support I've had from all my friends, yourself included, all like, but that was more of a drive. Like, cause I'm so busy here. It still pushed me even more to be able to do it. So, which was unreal. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, and now, yeah. Who's to say it won't be a yearly thing as well. And uh, yeah, like we've already, I think we set a target to raise like 5,000. I think right now, I don't know if I'm up. yeah, I think the last time I looked at it was, Seven and a half thousand nearly. So yeah, geez, that's completely. Like, but the I I wasn't gonna I wasn't expecting that at all. But I was and I wasn't. I'm I'm not surprised because I know my friends I have like, but I am surprised the amount of supporters and the amount of donations and stuff we've got. Like um I think yeah there's a uh, there's a page that we created just given page and it goes into more detail as well what we're gonna talk about in this uh, this call but. Yeah, we end up, I think right now we have, because so D-Day's tomorrow, so I don't think there's any, any new members, but there's already 19 uh, members, so close friends that are raising money. A lot of people set targets for like five and 600 euro, and I was like, that's crazy. Like, that's how much they're pushing themselves. Like, Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I think there's over 200, 230 uh, contributors or people that have actually, or supporters that have actually given a donation, which is unbelievable. Like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it, man. Like, I haven't, I haven't done a lot of running now. You know, like from doing the training and stuff. Like, when I first started in the gym, like I was, yeah, yeah. When I finished college, I, I was obsessed with college. When I finished college, I wanted something else to be obsessed with, and it was the gym. But I never, ever, I never ran. Remember, you'd ask me to run, yeah. like, not a hope, oh, man. <laughs> I remember we were doing like um, 30, 30 minutes sprint or thirty second sprints in. Uh, oh man, I was like, right, do ten. I'm not a travelator. And you travelator, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a <laughs> like a conveyor belt, and you yeah. got like four rounds, and you're like, "Nah, man, asthma's kicking in," and it wasn't the asthma at all. It's just because you've yeah. you've never done. Yeah, it but that's all. but that's the thing. Like that just shows like that was yeah, it, it was a while ago, but it was three years. But I hadn't done any running since, man. And then all this support from everyone as well has been like the push or the fire under my ass to get out and run. Like now, yeah. I actually really like running now. I don't know why I shied away from cardio as well. It's probably one of the best things for you, but then the that's one of the sides to do it. but the better side to I see is the fact that we're running in my brother's name as well and we're raising all this money for charity and then I've seen like this is the effect Aaron has on people and he's not even here and he, he, he passed away 20 years ago like do you know what I mean so it's exactly, mad yeah. it's yeah, deadly like yeah. 100% uh, it's like character is, yeah. is living on and it's pushing everyone yeah. to do this yeah my ma, my ma always said that man my ma, like my ma as well is like, like a, yeah obviously an ambassador of, of, of Deborah Ireland and stuff mm-hmm. but like I've seen like how she, like when she tells her story, it affects people around her and stuff. But I never thought I never thought I knew enough about it to be able to do that to someone. But it, it have man the amount of people I've touched are are inspired as well to get involved is crazy. Like yeah, never expected it. And now I now I understand. Now I can see why why or why I saw that. I mean, I mean, what it like? It's mad. Yeah, hundred percent. Like um, it, as as you were saying there that we we're going to where. Uh, I'll, I'll leave everything in the description notes so you can um, donate. So, yeah. so I'll leave all the links and um, at the end of the show notes. But um, 
yeah, so how how have you been training? How's the training coming on? Have you been doing much running? Like, yeah. what? How many k have you got to like? Because I've mm. only got to ten k. I'm have to do yeah. one tomorrow. No, uh, yeah, but I first started like um, I first started running in what was it? It was around January, I think it was when I went back from Chris uh, after Christmas. But uh, yeah, I was only doing like five k's, man, and every time I ran, I was injured. I was shin splints or calves or something but i'd still be able to do the 5ks and mm. uh, yeah then we then we kicked off the the fundraiser and that was like like i was saying that was the extra push then i started like right man i can't i'm hitting a wall here i need to start pushing myself more should then just one day or the day before we flew here to taiwan i was like to me one of my close mates if you want i was like man we just we're gonna do it we have to do 10k before we fly simple as i need to do 10k i haven't have no more than five and then we went out and blast i think we done like 52 minutes or something mm-hmm. which is really Man, I was really surprised myself, and then that was like the me. That was when I realized how You're easy it is. Uh, 10 kilometers. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, 20 kilometers. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's when I knew I could uh, break down the barriers, like it's all in your head. Like, and then yeah. uh, then when I was out here, then I was running 10 k's, and then I was like, right, then I then I ran, I ran, yeah, the most I ran so far is only 15 k, but I knew like. When I ran that 15k, man, I started getting blisters on my feet. So, but on the day, I know I'm definitely capable of doing it, man. I've been fairly solid with, with running. I've been trying to run, or at the beginning, I was running every second day 5k, and then every every once every week or so, I was doing a 10 or a 12 or something. Yeah, yeah, 100%, man. Um, I'm still a bit scared now, in fairness. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say something funny there about um. It'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Um, <laughs> so um, obviously you've you've answered a good few of my questions there about being um, mm. how successful it is and what it actually means to you. Um, mm. So now can you tell us about Deborah Ireland and tell everybody listening what they're all about? Yeah. So yeah, Deborah Ireland uh, is. Well, I'll give you like a backstory to it as well. Like so, mm. when yeah, I think yeah, yeah, no, I. So Deb Ireland is a charity or a charity or foundation that raises money in aid of children that suffer from EB. So like I was saying, EB uh, it, or Deb Ireland itself isn't uh, government uh, funded. So a lot of a lot of the uh, charities would be, and that that would be like they have a steady flow of income then to be able to to pump money into research or for the care of the children that suffer from that uh, disease. But in, uh, in Deb Ireland's case, they don't have that. So the only way to get funding is for awareness, to create awareness, to have ambassadors, to have children. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. All good, all good. Should have put it on mute. Um, yeah, so the only way they can do it is through awareness or through funding from, from external people, like from supporters. Like, yeah. And uh, like, if there's ambassadors like Claudia or Emma, uh, uh, Claudia was only on the Late Late Show, like I was saying, and Emma was on the Late Late Show, I think, over a year ago. And between the two of them, they raised half a million euro, and they were, that was done in in two nights, like. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, so that's that's how hard it is to get, or that's how easy it is to get funding now, like because yeah, they we have such good ambassadors, and Claudia and Emma, they really like they're really good, they're they're ambassadors, spokespersons, and and they like the the message that they get across, like the. the the, and the pain that they go through and how they can uh, affect people and their story and stuff. That's why so many people want to, to donate and why it's doing so well. But yeah, so if you go back to 19, 19, 
uh, I think it was 1985 when, uh, yeah, in and around when I was born, there was no um, Deborah Ireland. There was no, yeah, EB was like, uh, it, it was like, it could also be like, or was kind of like a misdiagnosed or a lot of doctors wouldn't understand what it was. So the only, the closest place or facility to be able to look after such an illness was Lourdes in, in, in England. So my mother and father used to, they had, so they basically, they, Aaron was born and they had no idea what he had from the get, like just from the beginning. So then, uh, yeah, they had to fly to Lourdes with Aaron and then that had to become a regular thing. So yeah, a lot of like, say if Aaron developed some sort of, um, not side effect, but like, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, symptoms uh, from something that they wouldn't really understand. They, the closest people they go to was in England, so they had to keep bringing them, flying them on the plane, which is a big was a nightmare because he was so delicate and whatnot. So then, uh, yeah. So what they done then was there was also a few, a few, a handful of other children in Ireland as well around the same time that had EB, and also the parents were re- some of them were less uh, less um, severe condition as uh, as as Aaron had. Mm-hmm. So between the families, then. Uh, my mother and father, they 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 started their own Deborah Ireland then. Um, no way. Yeah, they were sick of going to uh, to England. Yeah, so they yeah they were one of the founders like so and because uh, they couldn't they couldn't do it was like a, a logistical nightmare and stuff like and it was putting it was a lot of pressure like to keep going back and forth back and forth. So they started Deborah Ireland, and that was in like 1980s, and now uh, after 30 years, it's one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest uh, Deborah foundations in the world, and it's the leading uh, foundation for research for skin or genotherapy research. Uh, and as they even have a, a professor called yeah, Yexin Yang's his name, and he like leads the research. He's like a yeah, well-known like PhD uh, um, genotherapy uh, doctor. Okay. But yeah, he, yeah. So and he works out of uh, DCU as well now. So he's he's within Ireland, and this is why. We, that's why we push so much and that's why especially because of social media and stuff that's the how the charity has blown up now and then get more funding to fund doc, Dr. Yex and Yang to be able to pump money towards the research so it's, it's really good like we my mother and father have seen it all now like so yeah after Aaron passed my mom and dad were still involved in uh, in Deborah my dad would still attend all the char- the AGM meetings and stuff and uh, to discuss like the research whatever but he like they always step back and they always say look look where it is now like when when we first started, there was nothing like now. It's one of the leaders. Like it's really it's it's, it's amazing. Like said, <laughs> that's unbelievable, man. I never knew that yeah. your mom and dad were like involved with, with yeah. making that royal. And holy holy shit, man! Yeah. That just makes it so much more like. That's why that's like that's the thing I they like be around as well. So that's why I was like. It always upset me in a way that I couldn't get more involved with Deborah Ireland, especially because yeah, when I was young, so I didn't like you know. I mean, if you're young, you you don't really see what was actually been had been done. Like, and yeah. then now that I'm older, I started to like really appreciate and to see what my man, man that accomplished. Like, and then I was like, fuck it, I can't even get involved in it now because I'm not at home. But then yeah, this is the first thing that's blown up and seeing how eat well. It, yeah, it was it was easy in a sense because everyone was helping me, but who's to say I can't do more stuff for Deborah now? Like, there's no reason why I can't. Man, like, like this. Yeah. I'm telling you now, like when, when this is going to push every, like exactly what you're saying is going to push everybody. Yeah. I know when Goose starts giving up on like 15k, <laughs> tomorrow, I'm going to be like, man, like, do you know what I mean? We, we made this company. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, Goose. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's crawling over the line. 
Yeah, yeah, no, but, no, it is. It's deadly, man. Yeah, like, that's what, and that's another thing as well. The things like this, doing the podcast as well. Like, I'm not going to be able to go around and tell everyone individually like the story. Like, so this is always a good platform. This is this is the future, isn't it? This is, this is the future. Yeah. <laughs> We're literally, we could do something like obviously next year we could do something like something crazy like 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 train like crazy like for like yeah. something like like i know i've read a book with a guy yeah did you ever hear of uh ross edgley ross edgley no he's a uh, he uh, yeah he does a lot of charity yeah. he trains chris hemsworth and stuff like that but he uh, oh, okay he do he done a, a an iron man with a tree on his back <laughs> yeah like literally did an iron man yeah. tree on his back yeah like chaps and sick nick but like if you leave yeah. to just pull something out of the fucking out of our arses like and just, just like do something insane yeah run yeah. around the whole world exactly yeah or swim around the coast around do a relay around ireland or something yeah i don't know man but like that's the thing like my head's gonna explode now after we finish this i know i'm gonna be on cloud nine when we finish this run like so mm-hmm. like yeah that then it's gonna be like yeah ideas shooting in me brain and probably for the next uh, next eight months and then i plan to do something around this time uh, next year as well yeah so, uh, we'll see but yeah i can't wait <laughs> now I have you as well. <laughs> yeah exactly man yeah you keep answering all my questions so like my questions yeah. are running out here but um <laughs> can like as we said can people kind of can they join in tomorrow like can if they want like can they can they all like put it up on their social media or what's going on with that yeah, yeah, actually, I actually forgot to say that. Um, like, yeah, so if you just wanted to join, I created or we created a, a just given page. So that entails like just team members within the page. Uh, so maybe some of you are familiar with some of the team members as well. But you can go onto my page or David's page or any of my close friends. I think Armageddon and Graham, they all, Graham Callan, James Morrison, they all have it on their page. But in the, the link in their bio is to the just given page. And yeah, it's never too late to get involved. It's tomorrow, but yeah, we said it would, well, I originally said it was to be done in April because yeah, our ske- my schedule and a lot of people's schedules were kind of all over the place. But yeah, yeah it doesn't matter when you do it, like it's it's all for the awareness. That's why I also say as well, it didn't matter even if we got, yeah, I aim to get 5,000 or raise 5,000, but even if we got 1,000, it doesn't matter. It's the awareness, yeah. So it's the like the things like this or people sharing it or people listening to the story, yeah. So, but yeah, don't be afraid to get involved. It's tomorrow or it can be next week for you if you want. And you don't have to run the full 21K. You can break it up between you. I know even my family, my mom, my two sisters are going to break, like do 777. And then some people are going to do 10, or some done 10 yesterday, I'm going to do 10 today or just do 10 on the day. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's just the awareness yet. Send send me in the photo and I'll share it. And then maybe people will, it'll trigger your friends. Like, why did they do that? What was that for? And then they go onto their page and then they see the videos. And then, yeah. Yeah, you have a thousand friends on on social media, but if I have like there's 19 members in the team, so imagine each that's one of them a, has a person base of that. Yeah, you're covering with like about say just say five thousand people, and now their family and friends are gonna be clicking like because everyone scrolls on Instagram all day, so they're gonna see it. But uh, yeah, no, spread the word, and it doesn't matter when you do it, it doesn't matter if you run it, crawl it, swim it, doesn't matter, you can do it. <laughs> Yeah, and as you said, like it's not funded by the government, so every every donation would 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 help. Mm-hmm. Like, and as much as we can spread this around, like if you're listening in what a week or two, you can mm-hmm. still put a donation in. And will I be correct? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's still it's still open. I think I'm not sure when it closed. I think it it closes a long time after the actual event. So okay, yeah, cool. 
I'm not sure if I if you actually I put the the date in on the event, but yeah, Debra, the, the just given the way it works is it's linked directly with Deborah. So Deborah, I think, closed the, the page. So it'll probably stay open for the next few months. Yeah. Or if, I mean, might, might never close, actually. I'm not too sure how it works because it's the first year doing it. Like, but. And say if people um, don't really want to, as you were saying, like they, if they can't really do 21K all in the one, can, I, like, can they do it in separate days? Can they do it? Yeah. Like, can one person do one, one uh, 5K mm -hmm. and another person add on to that 5K or whatever? Yeah, you can do it like in a relay. Like, so I know there's some of the girls are doing it as well. They're, they're all going to do like a four of them are doing like a 5K walk or... Yeah, hey, going, not, is it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I think they're doing 5k, I'm not sure, but yeah, there's girls in in uh, in Holland as well. There's two girls come do it, you know, split it between the two of them. But uh, yeah, you can you can do it side by side, like you don't have to one person goes to 10 and the other person does 10 after, or you can join on the day with everyone running and say the likes of yourself and Goosey and all are running, say you're at 15k, then join in for the last 5k, yeah, yeah, and then split it between get four people and last year's do the 5k. And that's 20k yeah yeah exactly good yeah. idea yeah um so just to clear it up for everybody um just um just given is the is the name of it where can everybody get it they can get it in your bio yeah, yeah your bio um i'm not sure that i'd have to look up the link i mean we can add the link the exact link there i'm not sure because yeah it's the web address yeah i'm not sure what sure. it says sure. and it's yeah just given forward slash, forward slash half marathon and then forward slash kill find or something but yeah we can add it in the link it's fairly uh, straightforward but you just go on the page and uh, you'll see myself's name or any of the team members and you can just there's just a donate button straight there like just click on the donate button and, and then ask them how much you want to contribute and then your card details your visa or whatever it's fairly straightforward just yeah. like buying on boohoo.com <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly literally just go into yeah. one of our boils on um on instagram yeah. and uh yeah so before we wrap it up, I just want to um, ask uh, you to tell everybody where they can find you on your Instagram, your Facebook, and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, like what's my username like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, my username is Caleb underscore finds on Instagram, and then yes, yeah, just Caleb finds on on Facebook. Happy days, happy days. Yeah. So um, that is it for today, folks. Um, I'll leave everything in the description underneath this, all the links, all the donate uh, for, for the donations. And please, please um, donate if you can, because obviously it's not funded by the government. And it would, yeah. since I found out that your mom and dad um, yeah. started it as well, like that's that's amazing. That's made it like, like I, I literally want to do with 21K now in like an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, crawl. Yeah, I, I, I'm, actually I'm actually buzzing to do this now. I am like, in, there's, a, there's like five of us here running the full 21 as well, so it's going to be some buzz. But yeah, yeah but everyone will donate, like Dave was saying. It'd be greatly appreciated. I really will. Like, we've already, like, yeah, how many people have already donated? I already have to say thank you to them as well. And thanks to all the the, uh, the team members as well for pushing it out there and creating the awareness. These are all legends. <laughs> 100%, man, 100%. Right, we'll leave it at that. And uh, thanks very much for coming uh, on, Kevin. Yeah, no happy day, sound, but Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe are we gone? <laughs> oh no, we're not gone yet. You can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we could maybe do another one, man. We could talk more about the fitness and that as well. Hundred percent. Do your your fitness plan and all that stuff as well. Exactly. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll deep dive into uh, in about six months' time when we're gonna like break down your um your program over in Taiwan and stuff like that. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. All right, go on. Talk yeah, to you later. Take it easy. Cheers. <laughs>